Well, happy Sunday. It is the, let's see, this is uh, fourth Sunday in Advent, uh, the Sunday before Christmas. Uh, big week coming up. You know, we have our children's program on, on Wednesday, the 23rd. We have our two Christmas Eve services on the 24th. Um, and so five and seven, uh, come on, come on out. Uh, we social distance. That's why we're doing two services so we can accommodate more people. Uh, it's a great time for family. Uh, and you need, I think just this breath during this time of the year, as we enter into the Christmas season, um, we need it. We need to gather together, uh, safely, of course, but we do need to gather together. Matthew 27 verses 45 through 54. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders heard him and said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge filled with sour wine and put it to the reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly this was the Son of God. Psalm 138 I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the God of gods, before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul you increased. All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth, and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his promise or his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I did what? In these often memorized words from the beginning of Luke 2, in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. We see a backdrop to God's salvation story with Caesar Augustus, a Roman ruler, playing an unexpected role. Caesar's goals, goal was that the, his world would be registered in order that he could be tapped, that they could be taxed. God's goal was that the whole world could be saved through the free gift of eternal life through faith in Jesus, the promised Savior. Just as Micah had prophesied many years before, Jesus would be born in Bethlehem because of God's use of Caesar's plan. Caesar Augustus would never have imagined that this baby boy born during his census would grow up to be crucified for the sins of the people and that at his crucifixion one of the Roman soldiers would declare that he surely was the Son of God. As we go about our daily routines and plans, we may or may not be aware what God, that God is using them to accomplish His purposes. Just as God used the Roman Empire to bring about His plan of salvation for the people of the whole world, God is using each one of us to share His love and His message of eternal life with the people we come into contact with each day. 
Lord, I ask you to graciously fulfill your purposes for my life today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Sounds a lot like what I say constantly, right? That we are being given the mission. We are ambassadors for Christ. We're his representatives. And we have great opportunity today in a time when people need Jesus. I mean, people always need Jesus, but I think we've had such a crazy year with 2020. We've put our hope in governments and they have failed us. Uh, We've put our hope in maybe money and it's failed us, in stability and it's failed us, in our school system and it has failed us. Our life has been disrupted and we have the opportunity from the joy of Jesus, because in his presence is fullness of joy, the joy of the Lord will be our strength. And people can say, why do you have joy in the midst of all this chaos? What a crazy Christmas this is. This is not going to be any fun this Christmas. You could say, but yes, it can be. We choose to enjoy Jesus in the moment and we choose to share his life with others. So we look to things eternal as expected soon return and knowing that he is going to fulfill his promises and that all that we have for eternity is ours in Christ. And we don't have to weep and grieve like the world weeps and grieves. We don't have to be downcast. Although we have moments of that, the Holy Spirit constantly says, I'm a lifter of your head. Look up. Your redemption draws nigh. So may we help people look up and behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. God is inviting you to invite people into life in Christ today. Maybe it's to church today. Maybe it's to Christmas Eve. But if anything, every moment of every day is an opportunity to share the love of Christ. So may God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus and go and share life.